Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy and welcome to episode 101. Like I told you guys, we were going to get right back at it right after last week's episode. And here we are, just as promised. I'm actually really excited for this episode, excited to get back into our regular scheduled programming. What's new with me, what's hot in the world, what's good and some things that are on a need-to-know basis. So let's get right into it. What's new with me? You guys, this week has been a lot. I have been so busy. It has been go, go, go. Work has been especially crazy. But more than that, I have also just had a lot going on. This past weekend, I went up to my boyfriend's cabin, which was so nice. We have not been in over a year which is insane because when we lived in Minnesota, we would go almost every weekend during the summer. So not having that, it definitely felt like something was missing. So, so happy that we were able to get up there, be on the lake, be in nature, escape the concrete jungle for a second. Then on Monday night, we went to a twins game for my boyfriend's dad's birthday. Another thing that is such a summer staple to go to a baseball game So another thing that I was super happy that I got to do while I was home. And then Tuesday rolled around and we headed back to the city. We drove back, so we are now in Chicago. And I am just trying to make it through the rest of the week, head into the weekend. I am really hoping to do absolutely nothing this weekend. I just want to chill, relax, stabilize myself a bit. If you guys have been having an incredibly hectic week as well, I'm right there with you. Hopefully during this episode, you can just escape reality a bit because that's definitely what I'm letting it do for me right now. Just letting it serve as a bit of an oasis. I think we could all use that sometimes. So without further ado, let's get into the rest of this episode, starting off with what's hot this week. First story on the docket is one that you may have heard of. I feel like a lot of people have been talking about this. But I did bring it up with somebody and they had not heard about this yet, so I thought I would bring it to Typically Peachy, keep you guys informed, especially because it does have the potential to affect some of your lives. I don't know how many of your lives, but maybe some. According to Adweek.com, R.I.P. Choco Taco. Now again, I don't know if you guys even know what a Choco Taco is. It's like this ice cream snack essentially an ice cream taco. The cone is in the shape of the taco. Then there's ice cream inside, chocolate, and some nuts on top. I have to say, it's pretty incredible, incredibly tasty, but I guess not enough to keep the sales going. Adweek writes, Klondike and parent company Unilever announced this week that they're discontinuing the beloved Choco Taco, following, quote, an unprecedented spike in demand across our portfolio that resulted in the brand having to discontinue some products to meet demand for its others, including Klondike cones, shakes, sandwiches, and bars. Some of the social responses from the likes of Stephen Colbert and Stephen King have been pretty entertaining, and The Daily Show did a whole segment questioning whether people really loved it as much in the first place. But following the public outcry, more news is on the horizon, for the 912 remaining Choco Tacos. Okay, first of all, the fact that celebrities are responding to this news, I don't know why, but I feel like it's very funny. For those that don't know about this ice cream snack, 
It's really one that you would find in like a gas station or an ice cream truck. It's not something that I feel like people go and buy in the stores that often, which I guess is pretty evident by the fact that it's being discontinued. Choco Taco also addressed the public outcry on Twitter by posting a picture of a Choco Taco at a press conference, and they wrote, I want to address the rumors. I'm really being discontinued. It's not a PR stunt. I knew you loved me, but not this much. While I reflect on this outpouring of support, we are discussing next steps, including what to do with the last 912. We counted. Tacos at HQ. Stay tuned. That's another hilarious thing, the fact that they only have 912 left, and I guess they're going to do something with them. I do wonder if this public outcry is going to make them come back. Maybe not right away, but I feel like eventually it could happen. And even though it is being discontinued, I love when brands respond to something like this because they could do a whole marketing campaign now doing a giveaway with the 912. If this product ever does come back, it could be a huge thing. There are so many opportunities here. I guess time will tell what is going to happen with these 912, and we'll see if Choco Taco is really gone forever, or maybe they're just taking a break to show people that they don't know what they have until it's gone. Either way, I'm sure that we'll get an update in due time. Next up for what's hot, a little bit of tech news about a streaming platform that many of you guys know, a lot of you guys love. Hypebeast writes, TikTok kicks off gaming pilot with new in-app minigames. That headline alone has me very intrigued. TikTok moving into the gaming space could mean so many things. Let's hear a bit more. Hypebeast writes, TikTok has begun testing out six new in-app minigames. The initiative appears to arrive as a part of a larger gaming pilot that began a few weeks ago. According to a report from TechCrunch, TikTok has been working on a pilot with game developers such as Voodoo, Nitro Games, FRVR, AimLab, and Lodum. TikTok creators may stumble across the minigames while uploading a video to the platform. The option to link a video to a minigame is shown alongside the list where users can add a hashtag, tag a location, or write a video description. A TikTok spokesperson told TechCrunch, We're always looking at ways to enrich our platform and regularly test new features and integrations that bring value to our community. Currently, we're exploring bringing HTML5 games to TikTok through integrations with third-party game developers and studios. Hypebeast says that if a creator publishes content with a link to one of TikTok's games, the link will be shown as a floating anchor above their username. Among the game offerings are Basketball FRVR, Space Destroyer, and Mr. Aim Lab's Nightmare. What an interesting story. Adding gaming to TikTok, one, it brings them into a whole new realm, which means multiple opportunities to bring in more revenue, more users, expand the platform. Like they said, this is a part of a larger pilot, so I'm very interested to know what other things are going on here. I also would love to hear from creators on TikTok how they feel about this. I know that it's very early stages, but changing a platform, especially one that has had so much success recently, So doing anything different to it, I feel like can sometimes anger people. But obviously, from the perspective of TikTok, 
They need to keep innovating. They need to keep expanding. And gaming is a huge, huge industry. So I'm sure that this is just the beginning of what they have in store. So creators out there, I'm sure that you're going to give your two cents, whether you like this, whether you don't. But like I said, maybe this will bring in even more creators and creators in different avenues. All very interesting. I'm definitely going to keep a close eye on this one. See how it progresses. If you're a TikToker, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Let me know. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. This week, I have some fashion items for you guys. Some recent purchases that I made from Nordstrom because they just had their anniversary sale. And unfortunately, the anniversary sale is no longer going on. But you can still get all of these items. And honestly, not everything was on the sale anyway, so you're not really missing out there. But I wanted to share because I found some nice basics to add to your wardrobe. So here we go. First up on the list, I got some shorts. They're called the No Way Home Shorts. They're by Free People Movement. And I got them in the color Sparkling Citrus. These shorts are so cute. They could definitely be an athletic short or an everyday wear short. They cinch at the waist. They're super flattering. And because they're free people movement, I thought that they were going to be kind of expensive. But they're really not bad. They were $30 and these ones were not on sale. So they're still $30. The color is so cute, so vibrant, really fun for summer. So I better get my use out of them because we are already in August. I cannot believe that. The time has been going so incredibly fast these past couple months. Online, I'm looking right now, and they also have a really pretty blush color and also more of a maroon tone, which could definitely get you into fall, as long as you're in a place that you could wear shorts into the fall. Otherwise, you can rock these in the gym. My next purchase from Nordstrom is the Restore Soft Anna Pullover Hoodie. It's by the brand Zella. It's incredibly lightweight. Again, you could work out in it or you could just use it for everyday lounging. It's a hoodie in that it has a hood, but like I said, it's really lightweight, so it's kind of more of a shirt. The material, I wish that you guys could feel it right now. This is one of the softest hoodies. It also has thumb holes, which is just a fun little detail if you ask me. I got it in the color Pink Gale, which is kind of a pinky purplish light color. Super cute. They also have it in navy, black, and white if you want more of a neutral color. That one was on the anniversary sale, so I got a bit of a deal there. Next up, and also something that was on the sale, the Indie Mesh Inset Sports Bra by Nike. I got it in the color black. This is just such a staple. I wish that I would have bought more of these because now the price has gone up. But regardless, I still may go back and get a few more because these are so nice to have. And they're a little bit unique. They have like this black line in the middle that's kind of mesh that I really like. And they also have skinny straps, which personally, I love that. All right, guys, and two more items. This one, I'm looking at it online right now and I'm realizing it's on sale, not on the anniversary sale because I did not get this item on sale. But it's 40% off right now. So I feel like everyone should go buy this. It is a blazer from Open Edit. It's just a black blazer. It's super lightweight, which is what I loved about it. It's not super structured. It's one of those blazers that you could wear with a tank top and a cute pair of shorts. And it would be a look. Super cute, super chic, super put together. 
I love blazers like this and I specifically love that I found one in black because I feel like every one that I have found that is similar has been in more fun colors, which of course is very nice to switch it up, but I really just wanted a staple color that I could wear with everything, and this is absolutely that. And now that I'm looking, actually, you guys, the one that's on sale is a green, but the green is really cute, actually. I'm gonna think about getting that one. The black is still regularly priced. I spoke too soon, but they also have it in white and a mocha color very cute. I highly recommend. I feel like you could wear this to work or just out about on the town, and it's definitely a transition piece. You could wear it into the fall. The last item I got is called Frilled to Be Here Ruched Lace Mini Dress. It's by the brand Lulu's. It's so cute. I love the detail. I have nothing like this, just a full lace mini dress. I got it in the color white, and it's nude underneath the white, which kind of just makes it a bit more dynamic. You can see the lace a little bit better and the detail and the ruching, which I really like. The bottom of the dress, too, has this really beautiful kind of frilly detail. I love it. It's spaghetti straps. It has a really pretty V-neckline. If you're looking for a black mini dress like this, you're in luck because they also have it in black. That's it for my Nordstrom purchases. Like I said, I didn't do that well with the sale. I literally only got two things that were on the anniversary sale. But that's how they get you. You know, you go into the store, you find other things that you really like, and they just happen to not be on sale. I don't know how that always happens to me, but sure enough, it happened again here. If any of these items sounded up your alley, like something that you're looking for right now, definitely go check them out on Nordstrom.com or, of course, at your local Nordstrom store. Alright guys, and last up for what's good, a song. One this week, but one that I have been listening to on repeat. I love it. It's new. And it is called Liftoff by Labyrinth. So good. Definitely check it out. It is on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. All right, guys, that's it for what's good. So let's get right in to need to know basis. This week, I was thinking of a topic. I was wrapping my head around what's been important to me lately. So I was reflecting back on everything that I had done. And one thing that really stuck out was that this past weekend, like I said, I went to my boyfriend's cabin. We were on the lake. And while we were on the lake, I decided to try water skiing. And for some background, I have water skied once before in my entire life. And when I did it, I was a very small child. And I remember that the first time that I did it, I got up right away. And everyone was so shocked, including myself. And if you guys don't know much about water skiing, it's hard to get up. It's very hard to get up, especially if you don't do it very much. It's not a natural movement to do. You're literally on skis in the water being pulled by a boat and you start in the water. You have to pull yourself up and then ski in the water. It's not easy. But this past weekend, I decided to try it again and I thought to myself, Emma, you're probably good at this. I remember doing this before. I remember getting up on my first try. I must be a natural. This must be my hidden talent. Well, guys, spoiler alert. I thought, wrong. I was terrible at it, okay? I tried over and over again, probably, and I'm not exaggerating, like 20 times to get up. 
I could not get up. For the life of me, I tried so hard. My body was so sore. And by the end of it, I was completely discouraged because I never got up. And at a certain point, you just get exhausted from trying over and over again that I'm sure that after about try seven, my body was probably telling me, stop trying, you're not going to get up, and you're just going to wear yourself out more and more. But I didn't listen, I kept trying, with no success. And why I wanted to bring this up is that while it was discouraging, afterwards I really reflected on it in my sore body state, and I thought about it a lot, about how hard I was trying at it, And it really made me think about the idea that sometimes it's really good to be bad. I think that we should really embrace doing things that we're not good at, even if you're actively bad at it. Like this situation this past weekend, I was bad at what I was doing. I was not good at all. But how hard I tried at it really made me think. We used to do so much when we were younger that we weren't good at. Like, think back to when you went to grade school. How many times you had to try so hard at things that you genuinely weren't good at? For me, math, definitely not my strong suit, among some other subjects, but that one was really my standout struggle. Math was not my friend. I was not math's friend. But I had to try so hard. And while in the moment, as a child, I probably thought, this is stupid, I don't need math, why am I doing this? Now, as a semi-adult, I can recognize that trying really hard at something that you're not good at actually holds some value. For one, it humbles you for sure. This past weekend definitely did that for me. Starting out, I'm thinking, I got this, I'm definitely going to be so good at this. Nope, I'm not, and I have to try really hard to do the bare minimum. That's a humbling experience, but I think it also makes you appreciate what you are good at, the things that come a little bit easier to you. And with that, it gets you used to failing at things, which I think can be really helpful, especially when you think about the things that you do care a lot about. Because not being used to failing and then experiencing it in things that you are good at, that can hit a lot harder. So almost training yourself to be okay with failure, even if they're incredibly small failures. Small failures do happen, and they can be discouraging, but you can't let them be debilitating. You gotta keep going. And I do genuinely think that failure is an easier pill to swallow if you've swallowed it a couple times, if it comes up in different ways in your life, and sometimes failure feels like too big of a word, but at the end of the day, that's kind of what it is. And we can't hold so much power to the word failure. It's okay to not be good at everything, or to not do everything right, or to not do it on the first try or the 20th try. And when you fail in those small ways, sometimes it leads to the opportunity to take small tools that you learn from being bad at something, like extreme effort, and then you can reapply that to something that you're good at. I think sometimes when you're not naturally good at something, but you are trying really hard, you'd maybe try harder than if you were good at it because it doesn't come so easy. 
So applying that same amount of effort to things that you are good at could be incredible. Think about that. Even if we're trying so hard to prove to ourselves that we can do it, that we can get up, that we can water ski, knowing that I can try that hard at something that is not my strong suit means that in theory, I could try that hard at something or even harder at something that is my strong suit. That's encouraging. At least I think that it is. But I'm not sure that we'd all be able to recognize what that kind of effort is, that extreme effort that we put in if we're not good at something. I don't think we'd be able to identify it if we didn't try things that we're bad at. So if you want to find a new challenge for yourself this week, do something that you're bad at. Try really hard at it. Maybe you'll succeed. Maybe you won't. But either way, I think it'll help you realize, like it definitely helped me realize, that you can fall a ton of times, but you can still get yourself back up. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Remind yourself that it's good to be bad. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 